Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, John Anthony. And I'm Mark Singh. And today we're going to be talking about why you should continue to stay the course even if times seem tough. But before we get into it, just so you guys know where to follow us, you can find my uh, hundreds of free articles at MasculineDevelopment.com, and Mark Singh also offers coaching, if you want to talk about that real quick before we get into it. Yeah, I do. I offer NLP coaching. NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming, and if you have issues with women that you can't seem to get past, I do offer one-on-one coaching on the phone. You can find out more about it at CoachMarkSingh.com, M-A-R-K-S-I-N-G.com. Cool. So um, with that in mind, guys, I uh, I was listening to uh, some podcasts on the way up, um, driving back home, and uh, one of them was uh, the Weight Alters podcast, actually, which is a really good podcast. And he was talking about the life cycles that entrepreneurs go through, um, which I thought was really, really relevant because you know when you embark on this journey of self improvement and you decide that you're really going to get your shit together. What you'll find is that when you first get into it, you have this mindset of like, oh, I just need to do this one thing and then everything will happen and fall together, right? Or I just need to like learn these this pickup line or like fucking, you know, do this one thing. But when you stay the course, what you'll find is that it's not that simple, right? So how many people do you know that, you know, they say they're going to get on a diet and they lose 30 pounds and then they put the 30 pounds back on and they do this back and forth you know, I, I know so many people that do that. And the reason why they do that is because they're treating it like an event, like it's this one thing rather than a lifestyle change. And so when you stay the course, you're making a commitment to accomplish what it is you want to accomplish, no matter how long it takes, whether it's, you know, uh, business or getting in good shape or getting better with women, you know, it's a, it's an underlying change in how you live your life more so than it is just this external thing where it's like, Oh, you know, once I'm just going to learn this line and then get the perfect girl and then I'm going to fucking marry her. And then I'm going to go on this diet and everything's going to be great. But that's not how it works. You know, the truth is you have to make a consistent commitment to just constantly testing, experimenting, growing and evolving. And if you stop doing that, you're going to basically be mediocre. Mm -hmm. You know, in the realm of entrepreneurship, they say that 97% of the people work for the 3% of the people who simply didn't Mm -hmm. quit, who simply didn't quit. Like if you just don't give up, then you can't not succeed because you just don't give up. Eventually, Napoleon Hill said, eventually old man failure will crumble under persistence or something like this. So basically, he's going to take a hike if you just keep trying and keep pushing and, and just stay on the course. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of people um, give up well before they're even close to, to getting success or even more often they give up right before they're about to get success. So mm. just make a decision in your mind. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. Not everything is going to work, but eventually something will. Something will catch. And, you know, um, when you do get that success, it's that much sweeter, you know, like with, with your seduction business, that shit didn't happen overnight, man. I mean, Fuck no, hundreds dude. and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of articles, videos and, and all kinds of marketing campaigns. And, you know, most of the shit you're going to do isn't going to work. Yeah. So, you know, um, <clears throat> when you accept that, like, listen, you know, when I first start out, it's, it's probably not going to work. And if you look 
as at each failure as a stepping stone to success rather than just a failure it's so much easier because you think okay I got one one step closer to that success because inevitably you're gonna fail and it's better to fail fast fail mm. fast like test this doesn't work this doesn't work okay good I'm one step closer instead of getting butt hurt which so many people do when something doesn't work and I mean even John and I have done shit together that didn't work oh yeah <laughs> and we totally we totally thought it was gonna work put yeah. all kinds of hours into it but you know um i personally look at failures like mental hardening like you're really into goggins right now right i see can't yeah. hurt me behind you right there yeah yeah dude that's i've listened to that i've listened to that audiobook like four times and he sa- he says the mind is a lot like a it's a lot like a muscle or like the skin on your hand where you have to like callus it right mm. well what calluses it failure failure calluses it pushing through pain calluses it and so in a way, when failures happen, you can almost be excited about it because you're like, dude, my mind is getting that much stronger because of this failure. Thank you. That's how muscles yeah. work. That's how you grow muscles. You tear them down because of failure and then they build up you know, when you're resting. So I just don't see – when it comes to entrepreneurship and girls and stuff, it's like I kind of don't get it anymore why so many people quit. Yeah, because they're pussies, dude. They're fucking pussies. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. I guess you're right. It's weakness. Pussies. Yeah, it's weakness. It is. I mean, like, um, you know, it's so funny because like you said, like a lot of people give up right before they're about to hit it big because yeah. what happens is, you know, you whenever you feel like you've plateaued in any area of life, what that means is that with your current paradigm, your current way of approaching things, your current mindset, you've hit the max that you can get with that mindset. And so you're going to kind of struggle and be like, what the fuck do I do? How, how do I change this? And then once you realize, oh, I have to start doing this thing, right? So like for me right now with business, for you know the first couple of years, it was just hustle. It was just write, 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 write. Thousands of fucking hours spent writing. Mm-hmm. you know. And then I had different paradigm shifts. So I was like, oh, like why don't I sell products? Why don't I try this and optimize this and SEO? And, and now what I'm going through is this paradigm shift where it's like, why don't I automate things? You know, Why don't yeah. I pay a guy over in India five bucks an hour? to do something that, you know, still needs to get done, but that's annoying for me. So that way I can focus my energy on creating new content, creating YouTube videos, doing the podcast, right? So what you're going to find is that right before those plateaus, that's like the critical growth moment. Because what's going to happen is you're going to be right here trying to get through with your current mindset. And then you're going to switch your mindset. Something's going to click and then you're going to break through it and Mm. shit's just going to explode. It's going to pop off. And um, that's why, you know, most people, they don't wait long enough to have that shit pop off. They just mm-hmm. like, you know, they, they think, oh, I just, you know, I tried this for a year or two and they just give up, you know. But if you really treat it like, you know, everything happens for a reason, even if it's that, you know, the reason is that you fucked it up or you didn't look at it the right way. Every failure is really just feedback, right? So re- if you guys repeat that just over and over, failure is just feedback. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. That's a really critical power mindset that you can have like a high uh high level mindset where you realize that anytime you quote unquote fail it's just feedback so Mm -hmm. that means you can do it better next time and you know all these guys it's kind of funny because like obviously we're in the internet marketing business so we see a lot of these like trends and for you know for a long time like a while ago it was like uh you know bitcoin 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 and then it was like drop shipping and now it's like sell shit on amazon and, and then it's like you know fucking uh consulting or whatever with sam ovens like it's like one thing to another and people don't realize like if you just choose one and you stick with it you'll have you know a thousand times more success than if you're this retard that just like buys every fucking thing you see on a facebook ad 
and you just jump from one thing to the next. You spend two months trying to learn it and you just don't don't really put any effort into it. Yeah. If you just choose one thing and you just quadruple extra effort, you know, that's going to get you so much better results. And that's why you have to stay the course in whatever it is. And it's also important. That's another reason to enjoy what you do. So it took me, it took me a bit of time initially to break into the seduction niche because it's, it's super, um, saturated. And I created, this was a long time ago. I created a really good product and you know, it just wasn't taken off and I kept trying and kept trying and kept trying. It wasn't taken off. And then eventually it did because I learned, you know, so much from all my failures. But man, I remember the first time we launched it, it tanked and like I was devastated, man. I remember sitting in my car at a gas station, just like punching, punching the roof. Cause like I had put so much effort into this program that just tanked. And what I realized is, dude, I hardly even tried anything. Like my mm -hmm. friend told me, my friend was a big internet marketer at the time. He's like, bro, like you put a couple bread crumbles on the ground and a bunch of pigeons didn't come and you're getting all butthurt about it. And I was like, yeah, but it's such a great program. He's like, yeah. man, you gotta, you gotta test, you gotta test the shit out of things. And, yeah. um, you know, now what we do even before we create the product is we, we test the market and, yeah. um, that's, that's everything, dude, is just test, test, test. So, you know, this giving up and, and people quitting their day jobs to go pursue some dream, that's stupid. You should always have some sort of revenue stream in place to support you while you're trying to, you know, make this dream of yours come true. So, you know, there, there are certain things you can put in place so that you you can be consistent because if your entire livelihood is relying upon this new venture that you're taking on, well, it's a good chance it's going to fail. You have like, what, a 90% chance it's going to fail, at least the first thing you try. So to rely on that and to put that stress on yourself, it's just going to make it more likely that you quit. Whereas if mm. you keep your day job, do this on the side and test, man, test and validate. That's what we always yeah. said. They said test, validate, scale. And how do yeah. you test? You can, you can run Facebook ads to a landing page that doesn't even fucking really sell a product. Just, hey, get on the early bird waiting list. And see how many emails you get based on the impressions. There's so many ways to do it without this giant commitment of doing like what I did, which was to create a 12-hour DVD product that took us eight months to complete. <laughs> and then, you know, the first marketing mm -hmm. venture I did was so stupid. It was like it was AdWords straight to sales page for mm -hmm. a $497 product, and no wonder it didn't sell. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. So, you know, you live and learn, and the lessons you learn the hardware are the ones that stick with you the most. But yeah. at the same time, you know, do things intelligently, do things systematically and stick with it. Persistence. It's all about yeah. persistence. Just don't give up. And, and that's why you have to get around high level people, too, because like when you're first starting and whether it's in business or health or whatever, like you might think that you're doing 100 percent, but you're actually only doing like 1 percent. Right. So like, you know, I'll talk to guys that like they think that, you know, like they, they just don't understand they, they have such a loose grasp of a business, right? It's like they think that you just like get a fucking stapler and like download Microsoft Excel and like you're just going to make a million dollars. Like, or, you know, they, they think that like you're just going to go to the gym and like, like spend, you know, 30 minutes once a week and get jacked, you know, it's, it's like, and when you get around these high level people, you realize like, oh shit, they're actually doing it thousand times more. And that's why they're successful. Mm -hmm. It's not because I did something wrong or like I, I fucking, there's something wrong with me or my idea. It's that I didn't realize how much effort I have to put in. And when you get around high level people, 
that's when you start to really realize like, oh, okay, like that's how they do it. And so we learn through osmosis as humans. So what you want to do is, you know, like you said, test, right? You know, I'm um, always testing things in business and life. Uh, you know, even with fucking, you know, my dating life with, with just something small, like even Tinder, like I'll test my close rate from getting a girl's info on Tinder. If I get her number versus if I get her Snapchat or if I do an Instagram ad, like I'm always testing, you know, in the gym, um, I've been wanting to get bigger traps lately, which probably can't really see uh, from the video, but I've been wanting to get bigger traps. And so I've been testing, you know, two days a week on different workout days for my body and alpha workout routine on day four and day one. I'll add in some uh, shrugs and some farmer's walks and I'm testing, right? So don't treat it like it has to be this gigantic fucking like long-term commitment. Just, you know, test it for a month and see if it works out. And if it doesn't, then just ditch it. And if it does, then you say, oh, okay, so there's something here, there's potential. And then you double down your effort and you see mm -hmm. if it still works and then double down some more. So mm -hmm. that's one really critical mindset shift, guys, is double down on what's working and just cut out the rest, right? So whatever it is in your life and, and health, wealth, love, happy, you know, all the different areas, find what's working. If, if you're meeting, for example, you know, 80% of the girls that you meet through your social circle or through school, it's a good idea to still have a proficiency, a basic, you know, sort of decent level of skill in, you know, social media game and, and cold approach. But if that one thing's working for you, then just double down your effort on that and you'll get twice the results, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, be really smart where you put your energy and your time. And then when you do that, not only will you be able to stay the course because you'll actually get fucking results, so you'll feel good about continuing to do it, but you'll, you know, cut that time frame down. So instead of it maybe taking 10 years to get something, it'll take five years or, you know, three years or one year. So just stay the course and be smart about it and you'll get literally whatever you want. You know, if you just outwork people and outthink them, you'll get anything you want. Big issue is quitting. Okay. So many people are saying, well, John, you just told us not to quit, but then you said test something, and if it doesn't validate, then throw it away and try something else. So mm. with that being the case, you have to have a balance, okay? So first you test and validate. If it's complete shit, if you invent something and you think the world is going to love this, and you go and test it with a 1,000 people and you sell two, don't be delusional. It's probably not going to sell, so you, that's when you throw it out. But mm. if you validate something and then you try to scale it and it's not catching on just yet, then what's going to happen is, and this is what Goggins talks about too, is the mind starts talking you out of shit. And the mind mm -hmm. is very, very clever. It knows your weak points. It knows it's like, why am I doing this? Well, you could be doing this. Why, why, why? You just go get a regular job, man. Don't do mm -hmm. this. This is stupid. You're wasting, you're, you're compromising your health, bro. Don't do this. Like, put down the weights, dude. It hurts enough. You've had enough. Constantly, you have to fight against your mind. And, mm -hmm. and really, the, uh, Goggin said the most, the most important conversation is the one you have with yourself. And what I think he's talking about is when you're in those pain gaps, and I particularly like working out because you can get into those pain gaps every single day. And he says every day you should do something that sucks. Well, going to the gym, especially on leg day for yours truly, <laughs> sucks. And, and when I'm like – when I'm doing squats and it hurts so bad, when I get in that pain – I realize that that's where the promised land of mental hardening takes place. Mm -hmm. And that's where the real you comes out and starts saying, dude, like he does, I'm doing this workout where you, you squat eight times and then on the eighth one, you hold it in the downward squat position for as mm -hmm. long as you can. And it's hell, dude, your legs are like shaking like this. And every single second it's like, that's enough. That's enough. Okay. You're good, dude. You're good. You're good. And, and I just like to listen to that and just be like, okay, 
this is this is my mind right now trying to talk me out of it and that's what happens in business too or anything mm-hmm. that you try to try to um, succeed in and what happens is the mind talks you out of it but you need to develop your mental strength and that's one of the reasons I tell my clients to to try to get into shape because getting in shape and eating right is a great way to build discipline which builds mental strength which gives you perseverance when you run up against challenges with women and mm-hmm. in business and so when that shit ke- keeps happening like you're never going to make it and then you buy into what all the naysayers are saying and it, it all gets into your head and that's why people quit and it's amazing how many people quit and and you're right it's 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 mental weakness my thing lately your thing is like automation i've been like mm-hmm. obsessed with goggins dude like <laughs> i just listen to that all the time and like cuz he's the first motherfucker that comes out and says he said this quote he said to reach your potential you have to suffer right mm-hmm. and and at first blush when you hear that you're like no i don't want to suffer but suffering is where the mental fortitude is built that's where you callous mm-hmm. the mind so that when you run up a, run up against problems in your life, compared to what you've been through, it's like nothing, and you can persevere past it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes to to mm-hmm. to get through things like Navy SEAL training, or to be an entrepreneur, or or to get ripped. You mm-hmm. have to have mental toughness. If you don't have it, goodbye. Yeah, and I think we should kind of define that that is that point of suffering too, because like to me, I when I th- I think of suffering as different than pain right and, and in fact it's funny because like when i'm if i'm like at the gym and i'm like really fucking like going hard you yeah. know and just like pounding weights and like lifting for strength and just going as hard as i can in that moment i'm not thinking oh i'm suffering like it if it, it, in a weird way you train yourself to feel good from the pain yeah right because it's yeah. like it's like the more that you're in pain the more you just think god i'm such a fucking boss like mm-hmm. i'm such a fucking boss going through this like i'm a badass motherfucker yeah this doesn't hurt this is fucking easy i'm so fucking tough so yeah. you know understand like we use these words right like suffering like yeah that's true but like to like the the next level is like like i bet david goggins when he's like in the zone like he doesn't even feel like he's suffering like it feels good he feels alive you know yeah so but to that when you're talking to average people you have to tell them you're going to have to suffer because at that level, it is suffering. It feels mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, if you're like some fat fuck who eats potato chips all day, mm-hmm. you know, like lifting, lifting a few weights is like, oh, this hurts. This is so bad. This yeah. is suffering. Uh. You know, but like when you get to that like upper level and you're really pushing yourself, it feels fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like it feels really good when you're like, like you want it to hurt. You want it to fucking like almost break you because it feels so good, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, when I'm at the gym, like I, I take pride in like really pushing myself. So I have like I have it done with science. Like I'll take this this specific pre workout and like combine that with some Adderall or some Modafinil. Combine that with fucking like you know certain breathing techniques and like uh, ammonia inhale, like all this different shit. SARMs, like you know, I want to like reach that next level. And uh, you know, if you just consistently keep in mind like suffering is is good. That feeling of suffering. It's not actually suffering, but it's just yeah. you know the old cliche. It's pain. It's a uh, weakness escaping the body. Right. Or what is it? Pain is weakness leaving the body. Yeah. 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 Like if you keep that in mind, like it's really not suffering. Suffering is when you like, you're like, oh, like, woe is me. My life is so hard. It's like this unnecessary pain. Uh But like, you know, to end that point, you're going to have to feel pain to get success. But you can actually just reframe it so that you enjoy the fucking pain. You know, and I know Goggins thinks about it a lot. And I I meditated on it. Like, why did he choose suffering? Because suffering, you're absolutely right. It's a definition of woe's me that comes from pain. 
but but it's it's different in in my yeah. opinion and in a weird way it's joyful and what's ironic about it is that and we've talked about this before so many people are running away from pain our whole society is based on running away from pain let's get away from the elements let's get away from having to work hard let's get away from being bored and watch tv let's get away mm. from foods that don't taste delicious but what's interesting is when you run away from suffering and pain well no how about this when you run away from pain you get suffering mm. when, yes when you run into pain there's this weird joy that comes out the other side and I like that. I've been so obsessed with that lately where choose pain voluntarily. And that's why David Goggins says every day do something that sucks, right? He's like so many people step over the shovel. He's like I pick up the shovel and like I dig that trench. And, and it's true. So when you have this philosophy that pain will bring you mental strength and on the other side of pain is more joy than any other way you could get to joy – when shit happens in your life, it's actually like you're okay with it. Like today, I you welcome spilled, it. Exactly. Today, I spilled a bunch of um, flax seeds like all over my kitchen. Uh, and I was like, motherfucker, uh, I got to get over and sweep <laughs> and, and do all this stuff. And this is, this is going to suck. And then I thought, no, dude, embrace the suck. This is building mental hardness. So everything that happens shitty in your life, you look at it as an exercise and mental hardening. And then when, when things happen, you almost welcome them because, dude, mm. things are going to happen. Things are going to go wrong. You are going to fail. But if you shift it and you say, well, this is for my optimal growth, then when the things do fail, you welcome it. You say, all right, well, I'll deal mm. with it. And then you when learn things, from it. You learn from it. And then when things go well, you celebrate that too. So you're always celebrating. You win. You win. And that's the, that's the fucking mindset of the alpha. It's the mindset yeah. of the champion. Yeah, I mean, some of the biggest breakthroughs I've had is when I was fucking failing, you know, like when when I'm struggling financially and I'm like, you know, fuck, like what do I do? Like, oh, like you come up with your best ideas when you're failing, you know, when, uh, you know, when you're pushing hard in the gym for a while and like you end up, you know, hurting yourself or something, you're like, fuck, okay, how do I overcome this? Like, what did I do that led to this? And you just fucking you just come up with solutions. And that the only way to do that is is to fail. You know, people don't think outside the box unless they have to. And we live in such a soft, mm -hmm. weak, soy boy society mm -hmm. that if you voluntarily bring some pain into your life, you can just fucking like bounce on everyone's head and, and get to the top 1%, you know? You're like, uncommon <laughs> among common men, dude. Like, and it's so yeah. easy. Goggins said this too. I'm just on this huge Goggins thing right now. He yeah. said, it's easy to be great these days because everybody else is so weak. Yeah. It's true, man. It's like, Bro, really? You can't fucking go to the gym and prevent yourself from eating sugar and, and like bread all the time? Like, yeah. come on, dude. It's you not that fuck. hard. It's <laughs> literally really not that hard. Yeah. In fact, I think when you go to the gym, even if you hit it as hard as you and I do, I literally think you're, we're probably like at 30% of our capacity. Oh, of for like, sure, dude. For you know, sure. Like our real capacity. Is it that hard to go to the gym for an hour and hit it as hard as you can in that hour? No. It's not that hard, dude. Come on. Yeah. It's not that hard to eat right. Let's go ahead and just get it together here. And yeah. uh, I just don't get people, man. You see like super obese people. I'll be like, bro, like if I had that body, I'd be so uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. And, and it's like, it's like, I can understand if you get fat, but like, how do you get to the point where it's like 300 pounds overweight? Dude. Like, how do you like let, let yourself go? But, um, and it's funny cause I wrote, I wrote an article like, uh, probably a year ago, probably. 
And uh, it was entitled, like, I think, like, something really clickbaity, like, John's number one secret to be, like, weirdly happy all the time. <laughs> and in it, what I said is, you know, you have a glass of coffee, a cup of coffee, right? So if I want coffee, all I have to do is go to my fucking kitchen, you know, put coffee in the coffee maker, get some water, and just make coffee. 300 years ago, yeah. if you wanted fucking coffee, you had to charter a fucking ship, a wooden ship. And pay an entire crew to like sail thousands of miles across the sea to some uncharted lands, like excavate a bunch of fucking beans and trade with the locals who don't even speak the same language, ship it all the way back. And like it would cost you probably like a small fucking fortune. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I just like go to my kitchen. Like we have so many modern conveniences that people don't fully comprehend. No. And if you like look from the perspective of like a Spartan, you know, I, I know we like yeah. to talk about Spartans. Like think about like, you know. 2,000, 3,000 years ago, whatever, like 2,500 years ago, I think, you know, when uh, the Battle of Thermopylae, right, where where uh, Leonidas was like, yeah, literally, where, where Leonidas was just like <laughs> facing down death and he knew like him and his squad were going to die, but they were just like, fuck you Persians, like motherfuckers trying to invade our land, we're going to die, like, fuck you, we don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, and now, and I see men that ask me questions like, John, like, how do I stop masturbating? I can't do no fap. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, like, how far have we fallen as yeah. fucking men that, like, yeah. these are the questions, like, you know, or sometimes I'll, I'll go through uh, seduction, like, dating forums, you know, because I like to just give back and help people. And some of the questions people ask, I saw one the other day, and it was like, I saw my brother's girlfriend cheating on him. Should I tell him? Or it was like, it's like, what should I do? And I, I, I like had to hold myself back because I wanted to verbally like type out like, are you fucking stupid? Tell him you, you cunt. Yeah, like yeah. What, what else would you do? Like you fucking tell him. Like, you know, like we've, we've fallen so fucking far as men, you know, 2000 years ago, we were like, like facing down death with like blood and bronze. And, and now we're like, ah, John, like, how do I stop looking at porn? Like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. Jesus. Like just, you know, I was talking about this with, uh, with my, one of my clients and, you know, I told him. There's no, like, he keeps asking me, how do I build discipline? How do I, like, do this thing? And I'm like, you just do it. Like, there's there's no, like, get out of your head. Stop asking, how do I, how do I, no, no, just do it. Yeah. And then if you do that over and over, that's how you build that discipline. You have to yeah. build it through action, not through thought. Mm -hmm. So just act. Yeah. So true, man. Um, I built this wiki up in the forest, which is basically like a, a it's like a hut in the forest, and it had raised beds, and it was just, like, all legit, and... Man, it was like doing that project just to get a cover over my head with a bed to sleep in was super hard work. Super yeah. hard work, man. Like, And I was just imagining what it was like for the Native Americans to live out there and what it was like. And But there's a strange joy that comes in that that we don't get anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, yeah, our life's convenient and it, it, you know we should be appreciative for carpet and beds and, and you know pillows and stuff like that. But at the same time, it does us a big disservice because – our bodies, our hormones, we're designed to like work hard, we're designed to struggle, we're designed to be hungry and go hunt and all this stuff and, and we just really have been pussified to the point where now people are obese, they quit at the drop of a hat, they're complaining, they get triggered with trigger words. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Would a Native American in 1850 get triggered because- You said a mean word. word. <laughs> Right, like, bro. It's like hunting buffaloes with like a spear, like, yeah, a foot and a half from like this 
two-ton beast that could kill him. Yeah, and he just got you know? scars like all yeah. across his like, body and like, like stabs it. There's like blood that gushes out. He's like <laughs> getting trying the thing's trying to fucking like dig its teeth into him and like stomp him and he's like fighting for his life. Yeah. And now it's like like with that the Trigglypuff person, the keep your hate speech off this campus. That that fucking Trigglypuff meme. Did you see that? No, dude. Don't like, get me that's, fired that's, up. Okay. <laughs> like, that's how far we've fallen. Or, like, uh, what's his name? Carl the Cuck. Like, they have all these different names for these, like, iconic, uh, uh, you know, SJW people. But, like, we've fallen so far. And so, like, you know, like we say, if you just have, like, even 1% of testicles, it's so easy to just succeed at everything yeah. in life. Yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous, yeah. dude. And what's funny is some of the men I talk to in my life, not, not coaching, but in my, like, my personal life, they'll list a problem. And I'll, I'm, you know, I'll tell them like, oh yeah, like, you know, I had that too. And this is what I did. And they just like, it's like, it doesn't, it's like a chew just like goes over their head. Yep. And it's like, but, but you can fix that. Like, what do you, what do you, like, what are you doing? Like you, you can fix it. There's this thing you can do. And so what you find is that most people are just content with being lazy and weak and they like almost don't want to change. They're just in this weird, like pleasure kind of feedback machine where it's like they're not super happy but they're not so upset that they don't have to change you right, know? right so you need to look within you and find that fucking motivation yeah and get angry at yourself you know say you know fuck you you're a fucking pussy you bitch don't give up why are you fucking being such a bitch you know keep yeah. going so yeah. you got to really dig deep and, and fucking push yourself i i, I want to leave this podcast with one last thought imagine you're when you're on your deathbed looking back on your life is the way you are now acceptable is what you've done acceptable? Well, you can change it, man. I mean, we're gonna live to be old. I'm 42. I plan to be a live to be 111. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I got like I'm only a third through my life, man. And and like I'm just not gonna have regrets. I absolutely refuse to be on yeah. my deathbed and look back and be like, I should have approached that girl. I should have started that business project. Fuck that, dude. This is your life, and for all we know, we only have one shot at it. So yeah. so just keep persistence, man. And remember. Um, when you go, th when you go into pain willingly out the other side is more happiness and fulfillment than you can get any other way. So it, it's all going to work to your benefit. So, um, I got a client starting literally right now. So we got to dip yeah. out. Do you want to say one last thing, John? Yeah, guys. So if you want to find my free articles, you can go to masculinedevelopment.com. Uh, you know, like we were talking about thousands of hours that I spent writing free content. Yeah. So check it too. out. It's good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, so um, go there and you can go to get7strategies.com if you want to learn how to become an alpha male. Go to getheperfectbody.com if you want to know my workout routine and get the perfect body that pulls bitches for you. You just take your shirt off and then uh, bitches just come at you and they, they start squirting and ask you to fuck them. So that's my <laughs> spiel. <laughs> and then Mark, you've got your coaching as well. Yeah, dude. Uh, you're just walking down the street, you get sprayed with just vagina spray. Yeah, you, you, You'll have to buy a, a raincoat, but it's it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, you can find my coaching, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. We can get down to um, some of the fundamental problems you have with your programming. And uh, it's really effective, man. I did an NLP process yeah. today with my coach about how I hate dog slobber. It really mm. grosses me out. And then right after that NLP session, I went upstairs and I had my dog lick my face. And I was like, over it. Completely nice. dealt with it. Yeah, Dale's the NLP shit. NLP is powerful stuff. Dude, so. I love our coach, man. He's the shit. Oh, yeah. So I do that too with my students and then also seduction, how to attract women. It's basically mixed in together. So uh, coachmarksing.com, M-A-R-K-S-I-N-G.com. Thank you for listening, guys. We will see you next Ooh, week. Thank you, guys.